Today, we're going to cover some of the hottest NFL news that is circulating at the moment. We'll see if it affects Dynasty football, if we care about it in that sense. This is the Clock Dodgers podcast. Let's talk about it. Clock Dodgers Podcast. Clock Dodgers Podcast. Yo, 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 it's your boy Neil. This is the Clock Dodgers Podcast. I appreciate you for joining me as always. Every day there is something new popping up across the NFL just when you want to think that it's the offseason and things are boring and slow. We find gossip, we find rumors, we find news, we find things that may affect how you you know, handle your fantasy teams and your dynasty teams and how, how you move forward, how you prepare, or maybe they don't matter at all. That's what we're here to figure out. Last episode, we spent some time talking about Russell Wilson and the Seahawks and, you know, comments he made on Dan Patrick's show and a bunch of other places. And, you know, I had mentioned how it, it seems like just some offseason, you know, talk. He's a little frustrated. He just watched the Super Bowl. He wasn't a part of it. But Dan Patrick said on his show, um, today, if you're listening to this on Thursday, that um, that you know he heard that the Seahawks or some people in the organization weren't happy, you know, with the fact that Russell Wilson, you know, voiced these frustrations publicly, and uh, I've seen you know things of this uh, in articles, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Um, Dan Patrick actually said a source told me that the Seahawks management is not happy with Russell Wilson and his camp for taking this to the media. You wonder if they're going to be able to coexist. The current situation is not sustainable. That's what I was told. Okay. Whenever we have sources telling us stuff like this, obviously we don't really know um, how serious it is, how made up it is, you know, how much it's just being made up for headlines and to get you to tune into their show that day. So we don't know how much to take. We'll take it with a grain of salt, right? But let's just play with the idea, right? For some reason, some of the headlines today that we're going to talk about, you know, again, listen, we're coming at you every day, folks coming at you every day. And today, for some reason, the news today, a lot of the players that we're going to talk about, I don't know why they're being linked to the Raiders. There's like, so it's like, is every free agent going to be linked to the Raiders? Is every player who's going to potentially be traded going to be linked to the Raiders? I mean, in the past, this has been used as a tactic from agents and from other teams to, you know, raise the price on their players because it was like a running joke where the Raiders would pay the most. <laughs> so, um, if we say that the Raiders are interested or that the Raiders, you know, uh, are, are, are in talks, then other teams would certainly, uh, you know, come to just swoop you away. But it, it will raise the stock a little bit, the price, the price tag on the player. Um, so that that could be all this is. It could also just be that people like talking about the Raiders. It's a, it's a fun headline. The Raider Nation is strong out here. Um, they know that the Raiders are close uh, to really turning the corner. And they may be a player or two away in some in some aspects or just a, a defense, a tire defense away. But um, I don't know why the Raiders get attached to everybody. And it could be just that I consume so much Raider news that, you know, the people pumping out articles. But these are more like major, um, you know, major news organizations and major, uh, you know, media personalities. If this weren't just like Raider beat writers, you know, what I mean, it's not that's not what this is. Um, but the Seahawks if this idea actually comes to fruition that they would trade Russell Wilson, which is kind of crazy. 
Um, I don't, I just can't imagine it being possible. But if if the team is like in this bad place for real, and it's really something that they can't fix for whatever reason, then sure. I mean, what other option do you have? A pissed off Russell Wilson, an organization that doesn't like him because they're you know tired of him for whatever reason. Um, it, it's weird to think of a team wanting to trade a quarterback who's this good, but crazier things have happened. Crazier things have happened, you know? And if that's the route they choose, you know, it's the route they choose. But he's definitely going to be a win for any team who gets him. I don't exactly know what the return would be on someone like him. Um, it'd be interesting to see, you know? If you're talking about trading Derek Carr, some draft picks, sure. And that's no slight. Again, every time I say these kind of things, that's no slight to the quarterback who's being traded for that player. It's just the one guy is clearly better. And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so that's not, you know, to take shots at anybody, but... Derek Carr is a quarterback in, in in Las Vegas. Like I don't I don't get what this is about. Like I really just don't see the Raiders doing that, um, making that kind of decision. It just doesn't seem, you know, I, I just can't see in their minds that it's that necessary. If that makes sense, whether or not you believe in Derek Carr, like the Raiders really do, they really do. Um, and he's been in the system for a few years, and he, you know, the guys in the team like him. So there's like never nothing bad about Derek Carr from a team aspect, an organizational aspect. Like it just doesn't happen. So I don't I don't really get where it's coming from unless, again, it's just to raise the guy's prices. I don't know. Um, but Russell Wilson being traded is like any other quarterback that I've spoken about so far this offseason. Deshaun Watson, you know, all the, all these guys, if they get traded, their value doesn't, like, get crazy unless they go somewhere horrible. And even if they go somewhere horrible, they're going to make it better. You know, in, in in some aspect, especially for fancy purposes, they're not. They're usually not going to go to straight dog shit. Um, why do we say dog shit for? Why don't we use any other animal? Why is it dog shit that we always go to? Because dog shit seems to interfere with our day the most. I think we step in it, we see it the most. It stinks. We don't really see a lot of. We don't see a lot of other animal shit. I mean, I don't know, straight bird shit. I could say it. It's adjustable. It's a. It's a justifiable replacement i think <laughs> but yeah i mean in reality i don't want to get too into the weeds on the russell wilson news even though i just wanted to make sure i talked about it because it is in the headlines um staying on the raiders really quick tyrell williams they say it's going to get cut when the new year starts the new year league the new the new league year begins which is march 17th um this is kind of understandable this is something we could all see coming tyrell, tyrell williams can't stay healthy and the raiders have already paid all their upfront guaranteed money on him I don't care where he goes. I'm not going to worry about him because, again, I know some people don't believe in people who are always injured. They don't believe in injury, you know, uh, people who, who stay injured. But he's just been injured a lot. So I don't really care where he goes. I'm not interested in worried about that from a dynasty perspective or anything like that. It is interesting what the Raiders do with that money that they free up. Sure, they want to pay Nelson Aguilar. But, I mean, you just paid this guy a, minim- a minimum contract for one year this past season. You're not gonna like unload the bank, right? <laughs> for for Aguilar, who had finally one, you know, pretty good season. Um, so this is where the other rumor comes in of Juju Smith-Schuster. I don't know why. Again, aligned to the Raiders. I don't know if you know the reason that everyone's writing these reports is because Juju's trying to raise the price. If uh, they're just assuming that the Raiders would like a, a player like Juju. I mean, he's he's a good player. Um, but you could write this article about anybody, any team. Why Why do the Raiders keep becoming linked to these guys on on, on major media publications? Um, like the, I don't, I just don't, I don't, I'm not really sure why. Sure, the Raiders need a wide receiver, right? If you want to look at it that way, possibly, maybe. <laughs> well, 
If you listen to the media today, Russell Wilson will be the Raiders quarterback. Juju Smith-Schuster will be a, a wide receiver on the team. I mean, we're, what is going on here? Meanwhile, the defense is what needs to get fixed the most. You know? It's like, I don't know. It's weird. Juju's going to go somewhere. You guys know that even when, you know, with Juju, for me, at Dynasty purposes, let's, let's talk about Dynasty really quick with him. I was never, once AB left Pittsburgh, I went on record and said that Juju would not have a very good season. He didn't. And you could blame a bunch of different things, injuries of the sorts. But um, I'm not like, I don't I don't know. I don't think Juju's like top five or anything like that. So I, I'm not one of these guys who think he's like elite, elite. But he's good. He's really good. So, I mean, any team that gets him, it'll be a good situation. Spending a lot of money though, man. Like, it's a lot of money on a wide receiver. So, I don't know. I don't need the Raiders to do it. But if they do it, you know your boy will throw on them, throw on them, uh, them bias sunglasses and Raider shades. Nah, I'm not. <laughs> I'll, you know, I'll show it some love. I'll try to find the the bright spots, but I won't get crazy. I won't. Don't worry. I won't get nuts. I won't change my, you know, my ways. Um, but the real big headline that I, I wanted to talk about today is um, Anthony Lynn, coach of the Lions with the Lions now. He's a coach with the Lions, and. I know people hate coach speak. They hate it. They cannot stand it. Um, but listen, offensive coordinator, Detroit Lions now, he, he was asked in a press conference about running backs. And what is he going to do at running back? And what are his feelings on DeAndre Swift? Last year, rookie. We all know he's super talented. We all know we don't know what the hell the Lions were doing last year running out 50-year-old running backs over him. But when DeAndre got to play, when Swift got to play, man, it was, you know, when Swift got to play, it was great. It was great stuff. And this is some quotes from Lynn really quick. I think DeAndre could be a three-down back. I like his versatility. There are some things we can do with him in the passing game, get him a little more involved. I'm looking forward to working with that young man. We have to keep him on the field. I believe he wants to be on the field. We have to find someone to go with him. I'm excited about what I saw on tape. Coach speak, right? Listen, you can chalk it up to coach speak, or you can say it matters. And you can and you can put some credence into it and say, hey, listen, I'm gonna listen to Anthony Lynn. I believe, I believe what he's saying. I believe what he's saying. You can tell yourself, hey, DeAndre Swift looked pretty good. He flashed, he had some great moments, he came good out of college. He's got new coaches there that believe in him, that want to run the ball for sure. This is a guy that don't ignore. Don't Now, you have to get rid of the idea that the coaching staff has changed here. These are going to be you know, DeAndre Swift believers, guys who want to run the ball in a different fashion than you know what was previously there. So I love DeAndre Swift next year. I absolutely love him. I love him. Anthony Lynn's excited to play, you know, coach him. Do Staley's, you know, excited to work with him. So am I. So am I. They said they think he'd be a 25 touch per game, three down back. Man, last year we were getting 10, <laughs> 10 carries, 12 carries. Like, and it was still, you know, producing pretty, pretty good. You know, so if you get a three down back. Out of DeAndre Swift. Look out. This is a back you go after. This is a back you hold on to. This is a back you trade for. 
This is the back you go after. Young, on a coaching staff that believes in him, whether you want to call it coach speak or not, that's up to you. You know, new offense, new situation. Sure, things are going to be a little different. <laughs> new quarterback. You know, not really sure what's going to happen with everybody that's currently there who's becoming free agents. But man, DeAndre Swift was a pretty good, you know, pretty good bet going into the into the next se- next season. So, if you don't have them, trade for them. If you do have them, hold on to them. Don't let somebody you know trick you out of this. He's a running back, remember, you know, but he's young. This is the, this is the time you want him. This is when you want to have him on your team. So I'm big on DeAndre Swift next year. This this coming into this season, I wasn't. I hated the coaches in Detroit. Hated them. And I was bigger on them before they traded for Adrian Peterson. Even with Adrian Peterson and everything, I thought there's no way they're gonna start this dude. There's no way this guy's gonna get that much, you know, play. I was actually sad when Adrian Peterson went to uh the Lions because I thought at first I thought when he was in Washington, he was gonna play more. Fool me on that one. DeAndre Swift is someone to get excited about. Listen, that's it for today's episode. I was just covering the latest headlines across the league. We'll have more coming up. I'm going to start lining up interviews. We guest. I'm hoping next week. So next week we should have at least one guest. Um, I'm going to be throwing different things at you guys. You know how we're doing this. This is Clock Dodgers podcast. It's fantasy football focused, but we don't just stay in that lane, baby. We don't do that. You know how people on Twitter go, stay in your lane. Only talking about sports. Only talking about football, fantasy football. We don't do that here. We don't play by those rules. It's a little different. It's a little different of a you know niche, 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 nashi, <laughs> nishi. I just almost said nishi. Actually, that was the real way we're supposed to say it, nishi. But yeah, I mean that's not what we do here. So yeah, we're gonna have guests, fantasy football ones, non-fantasy football ones. We're banging you out with episodes every single day, five days a week, and everyone's enjoying that a lot. There's gonna be a lot of fresh things coming your way. So keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for more Dynasty content also. Um, and we're, we're going to keep these things going. When there's breaking news, when there's top headlines of the week, when there's you know pl- certain players making major waves, we're going to keep covering it because one episode a week wasn't doing it. It just wasn't enough to cover everything. You know, we would, we would miss a lot of stuff in between, before, after. And then you would get, you know, some old news, whatever. So, yeah, I want to keep it fresh every day. We're going to keep changing things up. If you have suggestions, anything you want to throw at me, again, guest suggestions, show suggestions, hit me up at Clock Dodgers on Twitter, Instagram, contact at clockdodgers.com for any emails. Love connecting with you guys. Hit subscribe, five-star review. That is our word of mouth. That's how we spread the show to new ears. I appreciate you guys greatly for that. I appreciate you guys who listen every single day. I see y'all in the numbers. I see y'all in the downloads. (laughs) I love y'all. It's great. We're building an awesome community here. Um, All right, Clock Dodgers, I'm out. As always, be kind, be great. Keep Dodgers.